This is the Thrifty Pilot Podcast, where we discuss everything aviation, tips, tricks, and safety without breaking the bank. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Thrifty Pilot Podcast. As I was rushing to work and still driving today and all this wonderful traffic down in Virginia, I was kind of contemplating to myself, you know, how am I going to fit in flying today? It's kind of something that happens to be on my mind constantly. I'm sure that most of you that are listening to this little podcast or subscribe to my YouTube videos or whatnot kind of have the same feelings. Every morning they wake up and they're like, wow, it's either a nice day and I could fly or it's a not so nice day. I wonder how I can fly. But the actual execution of that flying may be a little bit more difficult when all said and done for some of us. I know myself having a um, brand new baby boy uh, puts a little bit of a stress on my extra time. Being an adult with work and everything else, as i.e. traffic I'm sitting in now, you know, you kind of eat up your time with family stuff and work stuff and you know, uh, church if you've got that, and uh, extended family, so it's really kind of difficult to find time. So one of the things that I try to do is uh, sketch out and and make sure that I have enough time to fly around. It's, you know, kind of the important thing to do, even uh, when you think about it, because if you're not flying, you're not practicing. You're always learning when you're flying. Uh, Somebody told me that once you stopped learning, and once you think you know everything about flying, then it's time to retire, give up the uh, wings there, and just step away because you become dangerous. And I really believe that. Every time I'm up in the air, I'm just playing around, figuring things out, you know, learning. Of course, being safe, duh, that makes sense. But, you know, creating little missions for myself. So what I do and uh, what has worked out pretty well for us so far is uh, we've put together a calendar little Google calendar if you've got Google and uh, that way we can share a family calendar and I can find the spots where I'm not working and I don't have family responsibilities and uh, throw in some time for flying. You know managing your flying time is just as important as managing everything else. You need that for yourself and you need that getaway, that, that time alone. You need that time to practice if you want to stay proficient. And uh, yeah, so far, knock on wood, so good. Uh, the kid's about a year old now, and um, you know, it's it's through all of it, it's been difficult transitioning into not being able to fly just about every nice day there is to you know about about half or maybe even a third sometimes, just depending on what's going on with doctor appointments and all that type of jazz, as most of you know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's super important, and you know, with all of these uh, things going on with the world, with, you know, the software updates, with the 737, and so on and so forth, and, you know, it just really kind of makes you think, like, you need to just chill out for a minute, review your stuff, and take the time necessary to go flying. Uh, I know one of the cool things that I do is the WINGS credit. Um, it's uh, it's an FAA-sponsored program. Um, if you're not in it, it's the greatest thing ever because 
Uh, there's quite a few benefits to it. And, and, you know, for a thrifty side of it, it saves you money too, because most of the online courses, and, and really this is what it is for the most part, online courses are totally free. Um, they are uh, put together. Uh, a lot of times donated time goes into them from flight instructors and from uh, aeronautical engineers even. That was pretty cool. Um, and from other groups. I know the Beechcraft group has, uh, has quite a few out there. Uh, even though you don't own a Beechcraft like myself maybe, uh, those things are great because the last one that I was part of uh, really kind of spoke to both the Beechcraft and aircraft in general. They try to make them in general enough where, A, their attendance is high enough, and B, you know, it, uh, it kind of strikes a chord with other pilots. So uh, it's a good way to kind of keep your head in the game. That's, that's really what it's all about, you know. But, you know, those courses are great, but actually flying, that's a whole nother thing. Uh, another thing, though, that the uh, Wings Credit, I'll have to give it to them, is you know, the biannual flight reviews require two components to there. If, uh, if you've done a flight uh, review, a biannual flight review, uh, and you're a GA pilot, then you know. But uh, for those who don't, it's, uh, it's pretty simple. It's nothing too crazy, and it wasn't meant to be that way. It wasn't meant to be another, you know, flight review test. It's, it's not necessarily a test. It's, it's great because every two years... Um, you know, the FAA does get some things right every once in a while, and I think this is one of them because, you know, you get your license and you're put on the road at 16 or whatever age your state allows you to. It's, I'm sure, pretty young. And then you're done. You go through all the classes. You go through, you know, the little test or whatnot. It's really not much if you think back on it. They've tried to strengthen it, I'm sure. But, you know, when I did it, at age 15, when I took my driver's license exam, I, uh, I was driven to the DMV. I took a test, which consisted of, I think, 20 to 25 questions, if I remember correctly. I mean, it wasn't very long at all. And then after a year, when I turned 16, after taking a, uh, <laughs> a very interesting driver education course, which I think lasted a whole week there, um, of just driving the guy around to uh, his... Uh, he, he was into sales and he was putting out flyers but uh, uh, round around to door to door then I took the uh, I took the test and then that's it and you know I'm, I'm 30 ish seven now I think somewhere give or take and um, I haven't taken any uh, I haven't driven back to the DMV I haven't been with an examiner to brush up on my skills or anything like that and Lord knows I mean I'm sure most everybody out there has either been very close to getting in an accident or has gotten into an accident or has ran into a light pole. I mean, it's just, that happens. That's why uh, car insurance, heck, that's why my car insurance is more in, uh, expensive than my aircraft insurance. Oh, jeez. Just because of the training that goes into it and, and finding the time to get out there and actually fly. And with the biannual flight review, it's pretty cool for those, again, who don't know. It's when you get with an instructor and you review the skills um, that you've acquired as whatever certificate that you're holding uh, at the time. So take the highest and then you're going to, of course, review the skills all the way up and uh, until that point. So 
you know, we were doing lazy eights. Uh, it's coming up again for me. This is my, I don't even know what year uh, I've been a pilot, but uh, it's coming up again. I think it's in about 50 days. I'm going to get with my flight instructor and we're going to, you know, do the basics. And a lot of times, you know, even if you're one of those good pilots that goes out there and practices, right? Uh, I like to go out there and, you know, try to do those tight turns and those eights and those, um, I never do stalls by myself, you know, I really don't, believe it or not, you know, I don't do it. Slow flight, so on and so forth, everybody knows them, right? So you get in the plane with the instructor after reviewing kind of what you're going to do, which is the pre-flight, it's pretty important there, right? Um, you get in there and you go for a flight. You fly around and you review the skills. And, you know, even if you botch something, you know, the instructor's not going to fail you. That's not what it's for. And it's written out. This is not what this is for. It's not to fail or pass you. It's to make sure that, you know, you've actually done these skills, performed them, and, you know, are, are proficient in them through every two years. It's a biannual flight. Um, flight review so yeah the way to make yourself look great is to go out find time get your calendar whatever you need and actually do these little maneuvers um, again I, I wouldn't do a full stall or a spin or anything like that yourself um, I, I caution against those maneuvers that may put you in in danger or peril but yeah, take the time, get a calendar, throw some time on there, practice these things so you look like a rock star and you won't have to, um, you know, get in a position with your instructor where you're trying to remember these uh, maneuvers. Uh, another component to that that's attached to the wing story that I was going there with is that the second portion of the flight review that you have to do twice a year is you have to um, you have to do ground school, right? And it's uh, you know a lot of times it's not the ground school where again you have to pass a test or you know read a bunch of books or something to that effect. But uh, a lot of times the courses in the FA Wings program will count towards that uh, biannual flight review, so you can show your instructor or he might have some. Uh, courses that he wants you to do and um, you know have him either sign off on or you know send him uh, the copies or however you coordinate it with your flight instructor um, you know these these flight reviews are um, necessary they are required however you know it's really up to uh, the flight instructor how he kind of wants to tailor it out for you because you know, he's the one that's ultimately going to decide what you're proficient on, what you need to work on, kind of what you need to practice with. So, long story short, and I try to keep these little podcasts short, is, you know, make sure that you take the time to fly. You never know what's going to happen, so if you have time, take it. Um, don't put yourself in danger by any means, by doing anything crazy as far as spins or full stalls or anything to that effect. And, you know, just, just keep it fun. And, you know, if you go up there with a mission and intent, usually it's helpful because you know what you're doing and it's more enjoyable. If you just jump in your plane, go without any type of pre-flight planning, well then you're putting yourself in danger anyway. 
then you usually are just ending up, you know, spiling around a lake or changing altitudes or something to that effect. It's much easier and safer to do a full uh, flight plan before. Just an idea of what you're doing, where you're going, how you're doing it, that type of jazz. So, again, tying back to the original thoughts here is stay safe. Make sure you're not doing anything crazy that you wouldn't uh, want an instructor in that plane there, um, um, you know, with you there. Um, and really, that's pretty much it. You know, plan your days. Planning is part of being a pilot, you know. I hate to say that, but it is. So if you have a busy schedule and a busy life like me, it makes sense to have a calendar or some method to make sure you have enough time to fly. And of course, Stay safe, stay thrifty. See you guys. From the Thrifty Pilot, thank you for joining us. Visit thethriftypilot.com for more Thrifty Pilot goodness. Stay safe, stay thrifty, and see you soon. Bye-bye.